Enjoy the show. Beaming at you from the depths of the internet. This is the Temple of Geek Podcast, your one stop for all things geek. Welcome to the Temple of Geek Podcast. I'm Daniel, and this week I'm here to talk about some news and maybe some kung fu or karate. So let's go ahead and get started. Let's talk about news. First up, it looks like Infinity War has dominated the box office this past two weeks and has finally reached a billion dollars. It is the first time in history that a movie has reached a billion dollars this quickly worldwide. Um, As of this recording, the uh, Infinity War movie is at $1.164 billion. That is amazing. Um, I've said it before in a previous episode of this podcast that this movie is probably my favorite uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe movie. And it's right up there. Uh, My favorite movie of all time is Empire Strikes Back, and this is right underneath it. Uh, It's amazing that the movie has crossed that threshold really quickly, and it looks like it might be on track to maybe beat Avatar as the highest grossing movie of all time. Uh, Speaking of Avatar... We have James Cameron, who's out again, just kind of talking crap about movies, talking about how he wishes that the populace would just kind of, you know, let this craze die down. I don't, I don't know what his hatred is against these movies, and I really don't even know if it's hatred, but it, it just sounds like he's talking ill of these other studios that are making pretty successful films at the time. Every generation has a genre of movies that just kind of overdoes it. You know, back in the old days, it was the western. Um, in the 80s, it was the love story. Um, 90s, it was the action-adventure martial arts movie started making a big thing. Uh, 2000s, I couldn't even tell you what the genre was. But, you know, now we have the superhero movie. It's, it will eventually die down. I, I know that it will die down. But right now, let it ride its course and let it do its thing. They're fun movies. People love going to these things to see their favorite characters on screen. I, I just don't see what all the hate is against this. I mean, these are fun movies. In our own personal website news, uh, Aaron, one of our writers for the Temple of Geek website, recently went to go see the Solo Must Die. If you can remember a couple episodes back, we had Ari Stidham on, on the episode of the Temple of Geek podcast, kind of talking about the play itself and his love for Star Wars. Well, the show has finally come out, and it looks like we're giving it a raging success. It's a hilarious show, and I, we are recommending everybody to go out and go check it out. Um, to quote Aaron, he said, Solo Must Die is a hilarious trip through some of your favorite, and in one case, your least favorite Star Wars memories. It combines the stories that we love about Star Wars, and it also pays homage to not only the original series, but also those who have written their own versions of Star Wars fan fiction. This is definitely a play for and by the fans of the Star Wars series, and it's definitely something you should check out before Solo hits theaters later this month. So if you're in the Hollywood, California area, and you haven't had a chance to go see the show yet, I highly recommend it. You can go out to their website, solomustdie.com, and purchase tickets today. Or you can go ahead and head out to their direct site where they're selling the tickets, plays411.com, and just do a search for Solo Must Die. Uh, show is about 80 minutes long, and it looks like tickets are going for $30 general admission, $40 carbonite reserve seating with an autographed poster. Uh, totally recommend it. You should go check it out and purchase tickets today and go see it. Something I'm getting ready to do personally on the Temple of Geek website is I'm getting ready to start a new series uh, called From Jabba to Thor. Now, 
This is for my own personal health. What it's going to be is it's going to entail a weight loss program and just kind of go through my challenges and struggles as I go through this weight loss program. Um, I don't know if many of you know, but longtime listeners should know that I am an overweight man. I've been pretty much overweight since my early 20s and have not had a lot of success losing weight and keeping it off. Uh, starting this year in January, I weighed 449 pounds. I was not impressed um, that I gained that much weight, and it's actually kind of embarrassing that I'm telling you this. But yeah, 449 pounds. So in January, at my 9 to 5 job, we decided to do a Biggest Loser Challenge, and I decided that I was going to go ahead and try to participate. And I got on an app on my phone called Just Lose It, and started tracking what I was eating and everything I put in my mouth. I logged into this app so I can just kind of see what was happening. And while I was doing the program for three months, we were on this competition. I started noticing I was losing weight. I was, I tracked my calories and I made sure I stayed within my calorie goals. Now, don't get me wrong. There was a couple times where I've exceeded my calories, but after the end of our competition, which ended March 31st, I lost a total of 50 pounds. I went from 449 down to uh, 399, and it was amazing. It was an amazing feeling that I was actually able to lose that much weight just by controlling what I was eating. Since January, uh, I'm sorry, since March 31st, I've lost another seven pounds and I'm starting to notice now um, that I'm starting to plateau. So right now I'm at a total loss of uh, 57 pounds. I'm at 390, uh, 392. And I was like, I need to do something. I need to change something. I need to start adding exercise to this, to this regimen. So I came up with this plan that I wanted to see what I can do to turn this fat bod into as close to a godlike figure as possible. And my uh, inspiration is going to be Chris Hemsworth's Thor. Now, don't get me wrong, I know there's no way I'm going to look like Thor here at the end of this program, but I'm going to use that as my template and my inspiration to try to get there. So. My birthday next year, on May 22nd of next year, will be my 40th birthday. I will be 40 years old. And I don't want to be like this anymore. Um, over the last two years, I found out I'm diabetic. And, uh, you know, I just, I need to lose, I need to lose all this weight so I can get back to be being a healthy person. Because I want to be around watching these geek movies and, you know, celebrating geekness as long as I can. And I want to be around for my family. So I'm going to do what I can to try to do this. Um, so what I did was I went online and I researched the different programs that Chris Hemsworth did to, to get his body in shape for the Thor films and the Avenger films. And what I found was uh, an exercise program that I think I can probably handle. Now, I'm not going to be able to go hardcore into it and do you know pull-ups because I know damn well that I can't do a pull-up right now. Um, or other things like that, or go running, or things like that. So I'm going to have to take it kind of slowly. So the plan is, is um, I'm going to take this exercise program and modify it towards my needs. Um, and I'm going to go ahead and continue doing the the Lose It app so I can contract my calories and just kind of go from there. Uh, starting on Monday, the 7th of May, I will be 
starting with a gym. I went ahead and got a gym membership at Planet Fitness, and I'm going to start working out at the gym. So the way I see this working is one of the things I read, he, he worked out for about 90 minutes a day. And, you know, with me having a nine to five job, there's just no way I can do that all at one setting because we have real life after we get off work and things like that. So one of the things I plan on doing is I'm going to start in the morning by waking up a little earlier than I normally do for work. And I'm going to start off by walking for about 45 minutes. Um, I'm going to do walking as much as I can to start getting my body back into being able to move. Then the plan is, is after work on Mondays and Tuesdays, Thursdays and Fridays, so four times a week, I'll be hitting the gym after I get off work and doing a lot of weight trainings. And I'm going to be trying to do as close to the exercises that Chris Hemsworth did to try to get my arms and upper body and lower body back into shape. The goal is here in a couple months is to be able to go from walking to a light jog and hopefully lose a lot more weight in the process. So be on the lookout for that. I'm going to be tweeting on my personal Twitter account at Daniel Slade. I'm sorry, it's not at Daniel Slade anymore. It's at Slade underscore Tog um, about the my experience. And I'm going to hashtag it from Jabba to Thor. So you can kind of tr track the hashtag if you want and kind of see what my progress is. Um, I'm also going to be writing an article on the website. I haven't decided yet if it's going to be a weekly post or if it's going to be a monthly post, but it will be um, posted on the website from Job of the Thor. You'll see it. I created a little graphic for it, and I'll just be kind of updating the audience on that if whoever wants to follow it. So the post will be uh, geared towards uh, a geekiness weight loss program. So other geeks out there who probably don't know where to start, they can kind of just see what I've done and maybe hopefully get a little bit of inspiration to help them lose weight and get a little healthier in their lives as well. When you read these posts, I'm going to try to spin them as geeky as possible. So I'm going to try to do things like write about what soundtracks I might be listening to while I'm exercising or talk about different scenes that I'm using as inspiration, things like that. So they won't be all about weight loss. It's going to, I'm going to definitely gear those articles towards geekiness. So that's why I said I don't know if it's going to be a weekly post. I might do it as a monthly post, kind of as a monthly check-in with, with my audience, just to kind of let them know where I'm at. So I just want to let you all know about that little thing getting ready to hit. And uh, let's go ahead and hit on to our next topic. May 2nd of this year, we got a new show uh, that debuted on YouTube Red. Uh, the show was called Cobra Kai, and it is the continuation of the original Karate Kid series. Um, if you haven't seen Karate Kid, Karate Kid is a movie that came out in the 80s, uh, I believe it was 1984 to be exact, um, that told the story of Daniel LaRusso, how he moved from Jersey to California and basically started getting bullied by this kid and his gang of friends um, named Johnny Lawrence, who was members of a martial arts group called Cobra Kai. They were a karate um, a karate dojo. Uh, during one of the courses of him getting bullied, he uh, found a, a guy that helped him out by the name of uh, Mr. Miyagi. And Mr. Miyagi took Daniel under his wing and taught him martial arts. And the movie's basically a coming to tell story about how a kid can go from nothing to one of the greatest martial arts persons in Hills Valley in California. It was one of those 80s awesome movies make you feel good inspirational films so fast forward to this year we got a new series that came out and the show features uh daniel larusso and johnny lawrence uh 34 years later but it's it's the events that took place after the original movie and what i like about this show is 
you know, in the original movie, it was it was plain cut. You knew Daniel LaRusso was the good guy. Johnny Lawrence was the bad kid. And, you know, we went from there. We saw the good guy triumph over the bad guy. But in this new show, the show focuses on Johnny Lawrence. And it kind of tells you that it wasn't really all black and white. Um, Johnny Lawrence was a kid that, you know, he had his problems. And, you know, because of his problems that he had in his life, he he took it out in aggression and stuff. And what I liked about this show is, is it it kind of went into more detail the lore of Karate Kid and made you feel bad for Johnny Lawrence. And, um, you know, it also went into more details about uh, um, Ralph Macchio uh, character, Daniel LaRusso. You got to see more about what what happened to him 34 years later. He became a successful uh, car salesman who, you know, sells luxury cars. And his family is a loving family, but he has annoying little brat son and, you know, uh, a daughter who he adores and tried to teach martial arts too and things like that so the show came out may 2nd uh i got to basically binge the show on uh friday may 4th and went through the entire series and let me tell you the show is is really really good i really really love this show i cannot express how much i love this show um couldn't stop watching it uh the show basically is the story of um Johnny Lawrence, who takes on a kid of his own, and it kind of mirrors the original Karate Kid, but it goes, you know, the course of, you know, the ba- not really the bad guys, but it, it goes the course of, you know, Johnny Lawrence teaching the kid now, and, and this kid was bullied, and this kid didn't know what to do, and Johnny Lawrence started teaching him martial arts, and, um, you know, made this kid the next great Karate Kid. Um, the cool thing about this movie, though, is you know we find out more about the characters. Johnny Lawrence has a son that he wasn't really involved in his life, and the son basically resents him for that. And um, Daniel Larusso, unknowns to him, starts you know takes on this kid and starts training him under the uh, Miyagi Dojo uh, way of karate, and uh, it causes you know it causes problems between Daniel Larusso and Johnny Lawrence. And all through the uh, 10 episodes, you know, Johnny Lawrence and Daniel LaRusso just keep having their little spouts. It's like they have a grudge that they just can't let go for over 34 years. Um, But yeah, it's a really good show. I totally recommend this show. If you don't have YouTube Red, I recommend that you try the free trial out, watch the show. And, you know, if if you feel that there's other programming on there, um, you know, keep the subscription. But, you know, do the free trial. You you can get through the... uh, the ten episodes, it there, the ten episodes are only thirty minutes long each, so it takes you about five hours to watch the whole series. There's a lot of good programming on YouTube Red. Uh, there's there's like Matt Pat things like that, things that I like to watch on regular YouTube. They have their own little shows. There's not a lot of content on there yet that I can tell, uh, but the stuff that's on there is pretty good. It's it's worth a subscription because you also get free unlimited music and free uh, streaming of YouTube episodes without commercials. So. For ten bucks a month, or I guess it's twelve bucks a month now. Um, it's not too bad for a subscription, especially if you're a heavy user of YouTube like I am. But definitely, if you have not seen uh, Cobra Kai, it is going to be an amazing trip that will take you back to the Karate Kid universe, and and you're not going to want to leave. So I really can't wait to see what they're going to do. The show ended with on a cliffhanger that uh, basically sets up a season two, and I really hope that, that the show is successful enough that we get to see a uh, season two. But yeah, check it out. It's called Cobra Kai, and it's on YouTube Red right now.
uh, in some Marvel news, it looks like uh, we got a new trailer for Ant-Man and the Wasp, but that came out earlier this week, and I thought the trailer was fun as hell. I really cannot wait to see this movie. It starts off with uh, Paul Rudd's um, Scott Lang chatting with his daughter, and she's talking about how Ant-Man needs a partner. And during those scenes, during their talk, we see like uh, Ant-Man growing up slightly taller uh, in his giant man form and taking a truck like a skateboard and rolling through. Uh, we get to see uh, characters like, we see fan favorite characters like Michael Pena's Lewis and David Dasmalchian's Kurt return to the uh, movie. Um, there's a pretty funny exchange about how they were referencing the uh, burglary in the first movie where they steal the suit for the first time from Hank Pym. Uh, so... We also get to see the Wasp in action for the first time. Um, not really for the first time, but we get to see more details about some things about our character. So it looks like it's going to be a fun movie. It looks like it's going to be set slightly before the events of Avengers Infinity War. So I'm predicting that, you know, spoiler alert, we're going to see at the end of this movie some references or whatnot to what happened in Avengers Infinity War. Uh, I said spoiler work alert. I'm not going to basically reveal. We we already had an episode where we revealed a bunch of stuff. But if you haven't seen the movie, uh, go watch Infinity War and you'll see what I'm talking about. So I have a feeling that uh, Ant Man will probably reference that or have something that happens in it, the ending of its movie to parallel what happened in Infinity War to kind of tie those two films together. Uh, Michelle Pfeiffer, she is kind of absent from this trailer. She's uh, we just don't get to see where she's at or what she's doing. But we do get to see Lawrence Fishburne's Goliath. And there's a funny exchange at the end of the trailer where uh, Goliath tells uh, Scott Lang that you know he used, used to him par uh, the pin particles to make himself grow. There's a fun exchange where they, they just kind of compare sizes where um, Goliath could only get up to like in the 20s. And uh, Ant-Man was proud of the fact that he got up into the 60s. And it was just kind of a funny exchange. So if you haven't seen the trailer, head on to YouTube or Marvel's website now to go see the trailer. You'll, you'll love the trailer. And I have a feeling the movie's going to be a wild ride. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fast. And it's, it's going to have that humor that we've seen in the first movie. So I really can't wait. This is going to be the last of the Marvel films that comes out this year. Um, so... Uh, the Marvel Studio films, I should say, that comes out this year. Um, so it's, it's going to be interesting. Uh, that movie hits July 6, 2018. Last bit of news uh, that I want to talk about is going to be kind of toy-related. And um, just kind of want to break it up into two little toy segments. The first of the toy segments is going to be the Power Ranger brand, which has been belonged to Bandai for the longest time, has now been scooped up by Hasbro. For those of you who don't know a lot about toys, Hasbro owns a lot of the big properties that's out there right now, like Star Wars, Transformers, G.I. Joe, and a lot of the other properties. So it's kind of interesting that they uh, went ahead and acquired the Power Rangers license. Uh, Power Rangers is a successful show, and it's been on the American TVs for over 25 years. And prior to that, in Japan, it's been on for over 40 years, um, even though it was called uh, something completely different, uh, Super Sentai over there. So... It's a successful brand, and a powerhouse like Hasbro, it kind of gets me excited as a toy collector that I'm going to see some pretty cool things happening with the Power Ranger toys. We might get to see some pretty awesome uh, mechs. You know, Hasbro has uh, two really good high-end collector lines called Star Wars Black and uh, Marvel Legends, and they come out with some really cool sculpts for their figures and uh, really detailed vehicles, things like that. So... Imagine what they can do with the Power Rangers line. We might be able to see 
uh, some really high end Zords. Um, what makes me excited about that is, you know, like Hasbro does the, uh, I guess it's technically Takara. Uh, Takara is the Japanese equivalent of Hasbro in Japan. It's a different company, but they also produce Transformers over there. Uh, but they do produce a line of Transformers, high-end Transformers that are really expensive called uh, Transformers Masterpiece. And what I mean by really expensive is you're not going to find these at your local Walmart for 20 bucks. If you find an Optimus Prime Masterpiece, it's going to run you about 200 200 dollars uh megatrons like 250 300 dollars so it kind of gets me excited to see what they can do with the, with the zords uh i'm really i'm a huge fan of the mighty morphin era of power rangers that was the era that ran from 93 to 95 um so i if they come out with a new hasbro line of zords for that for that time period of power rangers i i'm going to be all over that um really excited about this merger I'm really excited to see what they're going to do with the power rangers and it might actually be a new line that i'm going to start collecting i wasn't really a big fan of the bandai figures there were a couple that i wanted to get but i just for the most part just never did because i just didn't like the way they were sculpted and these i don't know just the figures were just kind of blase for me um the bigger Zords and stuff, I always wanted to get them, but again, they were always either Toys R Us exclusives or kind of harder for me to find because the area I live in just doesn't get some of the toys that some of the bigger areas get. So it's always hard for me to track down some of those things. And then when you go online, you know, you have to deal with scalpers and trying to get stuff at inflated prices. So it just kind of sucks. So with again with with hasbro picking this up um it, we're gonna have a better opportunity to see stuff maybe spread out through more stores like walmarts and targets and things like that so i can't wait to see what happens i'm excited about this uh this transfer of the license and ready to see what they're going to come out with the last thing i want to kind of talk about is the han solo action figures um i just mentioned just a few seconds ago that it's hard for me to find stuff in my area and I have been all over the place trying to find a Lando Calrissian figure. Um, don't want to buy him online. I would like to try to find him in my area. Um, what I've been seeing online is that he's being slightly scalped, slightly higher. It's uh, usually about $10 higher than what the regular price is. So if I ever find a Lando Calrissian figure, I will be reviewing him on my YouTube show that I do called Daniel's Toy Chest for Temple of Geek. Um, but if not, uh I don't know. I may have to go and buy it from a scalper, which is really going to annoy the crap out of me because I really hate supporting scalpers. I, you know, I've said this before. I understand that people have the right to do the businesses that they want to do, but I just think it's really unfair for people to go in there who have the time to go into a store when a store restocks and buy everything on the shelf and just turn around and sell it at inflated prices online. I just, I just think that's not fair to collectors. Uh, a collector should be able to go into a store and find something that he's looking for and you know after everybody has a fair shot at getting what they want you know let the prices inflate and do what they do naturally not inflate it just because one person goes out and buys every single figure on the shelf that's an unnatural inflation of prices and does not really tell you the true value of those figures so because of scalpers you know we have we have people who go out there and run out and collect multiple things and they may not be collecting things based off of what they like. They're collecting things because they think it's going to go up in value because they're seeing the prices jacked up on e eBay. And then, you know, five years later, they go back on eBay and they see that the figure is not as worth as much as they wanted to. And it gets them out of collecting. And I, I don't think that's fair for, for collectors. It's just, it's not a good practice. So shame on you out there if you're a scalper. 
Um, but anyway, if I ever find a Lando figure, I'm going to definitely review him on Daniel's toy chest. <clears throat> and I think on that note, I'm going to go ahead and end this episode of the Temple of Geek podcast. If you have any questions or comments, feel free to hit me up on uh, email by emailing me at info at Temple of Geek. Also, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook by using the handle Temple of Geek. You can also check out our website, templeofgeek.com. There you'll find this podcast, our sister podcast, Retro Rebel, which deals with a lot in video games, and other sorts of content that's related to the world of geek. Thank you for joining me on this episode of the Temple of Geek Podcast. I've been Daniel, and we'll see you next time. Please follow us on Twitter at Temple of Geek. Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash templeofgeek. And remember to visit templeofgeek.com, your one stop for all things geek. Goodbye. This will conclude our transmission.